welcome to the How to HR podcast. I'm your host, Shona, founder and director of Lilac HR, where we help equestrian and country businesses to become brilliant employers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's get cracking. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is How to HR and I'm your host, Shona. So awesome to have you listening in today. Now, I really hate to be a negative Nelly this time of year, but it's really, really important that we acknowledge that just because it's Christmas time doesn't mean that things come to a standstill. Now, I'm not talking really about Christmas in this episode. It's actually about the people. Because regardless of the time of year, people do crazy things, people get themselves into a bit of a pickle, and it puts extra pressure on employers and managers. You've already got all sorts of things going on. Maybe you're trying to do four weeks worth of work in two weeks so that you can shut down for Christmas. Maybe you're trying to keep up with customer orders, or maybe it's just a really busy time for you and you don't even have time to take any holiday. So when an employee then goes and does something that needs action taking, that needs managing, it adds a bit of pressure to you. Now, The process for dealing with these kinds of issues are no different this time of year. But obviously, if you have limited management time, increased pressures from other sources, then we kind of have to take a slightly different approach to the issues, especially this close to Christmas. Now, I have to say it, I have to get it out there. You'll love it or hate it. Christmas is not an excuse This time of year, I hear all sorts of people saying, oh, I don't really want to do the disciplinary meeting, though, because it's nearly Christmas. Or, oh, I don't really want to say anything, though, because it's nearly Christmas. Let me tell you this. Disciplinaries are never pleasant for the person sitting opposite you in that meeting room. If you look hard enough, you will always find a reason not to discipline someone. Like, oh, it's their anniversary this week. Or they had to take the dog to the vet or their nan's a little bit poorly, or it's their kid's birthday, or it's Christmas in a couple of days' time. If you take away all of that external crap, if you remove Christmas from the equation, would you be taking that employee through a disciplinary process? If the answer is yes, then Christmas is no reason to avoid it. Now, obviously, If your business shuts down for a period at Christmas, or if you know you've got a lot of staff holiday, then that is a fair reason to delay a process. But it all kind of depends on the the timeline of events. So if, if you are made aware of an issue that you think needs disciplinary action taking, and if you're made aware of this issue on, say, the 2nd of December, you've got plenty of time to deal with that. Waiting until January would not be reasonable. But if you're made aware of something on like the 24th of December, Christmas Eve, as you're hanging out the door ready to go home, it's probably then reasonable if you're not going to be, if no one's going to be back in the office until after Christmas, it's then reasonable to wait until the new year. So what do we do? How do we, how do we even get through this kind of period of time? Well, you have to ask yourself two questions. If you're questioning, if you are questioning an employee's conduct in December, two questions you need to consider. Number one, how serious is the allegation? And number two, how close are you to closing down for the holidays, if at all? And I ask these questions because 
if the issue is gross misconduct, if it's super serious, there should be no delay in starting the process. So even if all you've got time for before Christmas is to send an investigation notification letter, do it. Start the process. Unreasonable delays to disciplinary procedures have a real influence on the outcome and it can actually completely undermine the process. So if you know that if you've got some real solid evidence, actually this person's been misbehaving, you need to discipline them, but there have been unreasonable delays to the process, that means that the warning might get downgraded or the disciplinary might get thrown out. I've actually dealt with cases that have been about six months old. And at that point, I'm questioning, well, if the issue is that bad, why is it taken six months to deal with it? I get it. I get that it's not nice to tell someone that they've been accused of misconduct or that they are in trouble just before Christmas. But guess what? You've got a business to run. You're not Santa Claus. It's not your job to make sure that everybody has a nice Christmas. And actually, if people did what they were supposed to and behaved themselves, you wouldn't have to do it. It's all cause and effect. Now, if you end up with a low level disciplinary issue, such as timekeeping or, I don't know, failure to follow a process, these are generally quicker and easier to deal with because there are fewer allegations or there are at least less serious allegations and there's perhaps not so much evidence that you need to get together. So a low level disciplinary for something like poor timekeeping, you could wrap that up in a week easily. So again, delaying that until after Christmas is not reasonable because if you're, you know, I'm recording this on the 15th of December, if you were made aware of something today, you could have it wrapped up before you break up for Christmas next week easily. You've also got the option with low level issues to think about whether a disciplinary process is even necessary. If it's a low level issue and it's the first time that the employee has done anything like that, then you only really need to have an informal chat with them and put a note on their file. That's it. It's even even quicker, even easier to sort out before Christmas. That's like half an hour. That's all you need. So, yeah, you some issues, it's reasonable to leave until after Christmas, dependent on the situation. So, again, if it's a really serious issue, start dealing with it now. If it's a low-level issue, deal with it now because you can. There is still time to sort it out. And even if with a more serious issue, even if you can't wrap the entire disciplinary up before Christmas, you can start the process. And there is no reason not to start the process before Christmas. The other thing that you need to think about when it comes to do I start disciplining this person now or not is whether the business is going to be shut down or working through Christmas and this is important for a couple of reasons so let's use an example if we have an allegation of bullying against an employee and it's been brought to your attention on the 20th of December the business is going to close down for Christmas on Christmas Eve and most of the team are going to be on holiday from the 20th to the 24th the employee in question so the alleged is working up to Christmas Eve, but the person accusing them of bullying and harassment is currently on holiday. Okay, that's your situation. So because those two employees aren't going to be working together this side of Christmas, you wouldn't necessarily need to think about suspending the employee that's been accused. Um, 
until January when you can review the working situation between the two people. But that doesn't mean that you don't start the process. You could still issue the investigation letter to the alleged employee and notify them that the issue will be picked up in the new year. Other things to consider in this kind of case is that if people are off work, they can fester a little bit. So if you're going to issue that letter to say, you know, you're under investigation, it's really important that you put some support um, mechanisms in place to support that person. So what you can often do is allocate a member of staff who's not involved and who's at the appropriate management level to be like a buddy for that person, someone they can talk to about things, someone who can advise them, write it all down, get it all ready for your investigation, etc. Whether that's you as their line manager or the investigating manager or a different manager, it doesn't really matter. But I think it's really important that if you're going to tell someone they're in trouble and then send them off for the Christmas holidays, it is really important that you put that support in place for them so that they don't spend the time festering, so that they don't get onto social media and start slagging the company off over Instagram or Facebook so that they don't then have a little message to the person who's accused them and all that kind of jazz. So make sure that there's some support in place. I would also spend some time this side of Christmas to get as much set up and ready to go for the investigation as possible. Like do as much work as you can. If the business is closing down, then that is considered a reasonable delay in the process. So you wouldn't be penalised because you've started things. There's been a bit of a delay because of Christmas, but you've at least started it and done what you can before that delay. And you've, you know, you've actually shown that you're trying to get it done in a reasonable time frame rather than just putting it off. If we flip that situation on its head and use the same scenario, but there is no shutdown over Christmas, it's business as usual. People might take a bit of holiday, but overall they're gonna be working. If it's business as usual in your business, then it should be business as usual when it comes to your disciplinaries. So in that situation, I would consider whether or not suspension is required if you can't separate the two people or if you think that there's gonna be issues um, while you conduct the investigation. And then just get cracking. There's no reason to delay the process just because Christmas is coming. Because what you're basically saying, by saying, I don't want to discipline somebody because it's Christmas, what you're saying is, I don't want to upset them because it's Christmas. But disciplining someone is going to upset them whatever time of year it is, whether it's Easter or summer bank holiday, <laughs> whatever the situation is, Monday the 4th of June, whatever it's going to upset them because it's not a nice experience. So really, Christmas is not an excuse for not doing something. I'm not saying you can't hold fire until after Christmas to discipline your staff, but you do just need to check your reasons for, for doing that and consider whether it's a reasonable cause for delaying that process, or are you just a bit worried about looking like a bit of a Grinch? So now that we've covered off um, the different ways to approach a disciplinary, I just wanted to touch on, just very briefly, the different kinds of disciplinaries that come up around Christmas. So typical things that come up, AWOL, absent without leave, 
I see this quite a lot in clients who operate through Christmas where they don't shut down. This is typical in care settings, in food manufacturing, those kinds of industries where Christmas is just a normal working day. And so this happens when an employee just doesn't rock up for their shift. They don't ring in sick. They don't tell anyone what's going on. They just don't rock up. Um, In that situation, I would suggest that you try to contact the employee. Don't just go, well, you've not turned up, so you're sacked. Try to contact them because that's reasonable to do that. And if you can't get hold of them, send them a letter that says, I tried to get hold of you. You didn't turn up today. What's going on? Please make contact with me by this date so that we can you know, support you. And then if they don't respond to that and if they still don't turn up for shifts, you can take them through a disciplinary procedure for being AWOL. You will also see potential disciplinaries crop up this time of year around um, anti-bribery policies where people are accepting gifts when they perhaps shouldn't be. So it kind of depends on what your company policy is around accepting gifts. Lots of businesses that I've worked with have collected all the gifts that come in around Christmas and put them into a raffle so that they are given out to staff fairly. And, you know, you can then avoid any potential potential bribery issues. But there have been cases where people have been stockpiling wine and hampers under their desks um, (laughs) and been a bit cheeky with it. So things like that can come up. You also see conduct issues like people turning up to work, probably still a little bit half cut from the night before. We've seen, I've actually had a case where people have been drinking at work at their desk. That was a fun one. Um, You have things like harassment when people get a bit handsy at the Christmas party although hopefully you won't have had that because obviously you know Covid um (laughs) lots and lots of different issues can come up this time of year but all the usual issues can come up as well you still get the normal breaches of procedure timekeeping issues health and safety you know just because you're winding down for holidays at the end of the month doesn't mean that you should let your guard down in terms of keeping an eye on people's conduct. That being said, I hope that everybody has a wonderful Christmas. Whatever you get up to, wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a fabulous time. I hope you have lots of wine and cheese because that's definitely what I'm going to be doing and I can't wait to speak to you next week. you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode if you love what you're hearing then be sure to tell us on facebook and instagram at lilac hr ltd mm-hmm.